Welcome to episode number 79 of Nurses Living the Good Life. My name is Anne Conkley. I'm a certified nurse midwife and a certified life and business coach, and I'm so glad that you're here. Today, I have a great interview for you with Kirby Williams, who is a psych mental health MP, and she is a multi-passionate entrepreneur. She has two businesses, just like I do. She has a private practice where she uh, provides um, psych mental health MP services to her patients, and then she also has a um, practice called Beacon Behavioral Health and Consulting, where she does coaching to individual psych mental health MPs. And she also does, um, yeah, helps organizations, you know, incorporate more uh, mental health support um, and education into what they offer. I think she has so many fun stories and a lot of tidbits of how she got started, what she's doing right now, why she eventually went into private practice, and um, and what made her open it. It was a pleasure to talk with Kirby, and I'm really excited to share some of her, uh, you know, fun steps along the way. I mean, Kirby actually says that she was only one of three people in her psych mental health MP program. And when it launched, she thought she had made a huge mistake in signing up for the program because she thought mental health was just not going to be useful to have. So tune in to find out why she was totally wrong. And, um, and spoiler alert, <laughs> after a pandemic, I'm pretty sure everybody can use a little bit of mental health support. So, um, but, uh, this is a great episode. I hope you enjoy it and, uh, 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 take some notes. This is a great conversation with Kirby. Go find her and, uh, support her. Um, she's a great asset in our community. So without further delay, Kirby Williams, psych mental health MP. Hi, Kirby. Welcome to Nurses Living the Good Life podcast. I'm so glad that you're here. Um, And I want to, I want to dive right in. I have a lot of questions for you and um, I'm excited to have this conversation, but please, if you would introduce yourself and tell people a little bit about who you are and what you do. Hi, and thank you so much for having me on the podcast. I'm very excited to be here. Uh, so I am Kirby Williams. I am a psychiatric nurse practitioner by trade, some people might say. Um, I have been working as a psychiatric nurse practitioner since 2012, um, and I've worked in a variety of settings. Uh, right now, I continue to work in a private practice. Um, I just left my W-2 position, which was at a community mental health center. Um, and then also, as of last year, I started a coaching coaching and consulting business. So I do individual, right now, individual and one-to-one coaching with psychiatric nurse practitioners or psychiatric nurse practitioner students who are almost um, about to graduate. And we do coaching about their career, about where they are, if they want something different from their career. I work with them sometimes on resumes, as well as if they're in a position, um, then we talk about, okay, what are ways to create a better workflow for yourself? What are ways to create, um, to advocate for yourself and your needs and that what kind of needs are really um, needed in your position and in the role? Because sometimes as newer nurse practitioners, uh, people don't know that. And so I like to provide and give that information. And then on the consulting side, um, I usually consult with a couple of organizations. Um, Most times they're reaching out to me. I'm actually not reaching out to them. So thank goodness for that, knock on wood, uh, that that's happening. Um, But I consult with a couple of teaching organizations, education organizations uh, that are looking for educational content on mental health topics. Okay. So you have a handful of uh, ways in which you (laughs) provide a lot of value in the world in general. So, okay. So now here's a question for you. 
are your, you have your own private practice now where yes. you are doing the psych mental health MP tailored at, uh, to patients, correct? Correct. Yes. Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then you have coaching and consulting business or you, then you have your coaching on your one-on-ones that you do. Mm-hmm. And then you have the consulting piece. And when you talk about consulting, can you share kind of what kind of consulting work you do? What does that look like for you when these people come to you? What are they looking for? Right. So um, usually what they're looking for um, is they're looking for really a mental health expert. So they're looking for persons who've been in the mental health field for, they usually say, uh, at least five years. Um, And I would say what I'm doing right now is one, I'm creating a couple of courses for one company on mental health topics, specifically for psych nurse practitioners. And then for the other, I'm creating um, some course and CEU content for um, on mental health topics, but therefore anyone. It's not specifically catered to psych nurse practitioners. It's for anyone looking for mental health education um, about schizophrenia, about depression, anxiety, things like that. What do you, out of curiosity, is there, what do you like the most? Is there one that really sticks out out of the three kind of branches of your work that you like to do better than another? Um, I really, really enjoy the coaching part that I do uh, one-on-one with other psychiatric nurse practitioners. Um, It's something I've been doing. Actually, I've been doing it for a while. I probably didn't call it coaching, uh, but probably since about 2014, easily, I will say that I've been doing this type of work with new grad psychiatric nurse practitioners, um, students who were like in their last semester of psych and P school, because I did a lot of precepting of students. So I was working with them on, okay, what are the next steps? What do you need to think about for your career? Those who were thinking about um, maybe starting their own private practice, even back then when I didn't have one, I still knew like what type of things you need to be mindful of and have because I'd been in the field for a while. So working with them on figuring out like, okay, make sure you have this, this, and this. Uh, I might not know where to go for those things, but these are things you really want to consider and make sure you have as a part of your practice before you jump out there, so to speak. But mm-hmm. I really, but I really, really, really enjoyed the coaching one-on-one. Um, I'm trying to think of uh, other ways in which I could bring it to more people. So in the future, sometime probably later this year, there'll be some group coaching or some other um, options, which will allow me to open it up a little bit. Just right now, I've been doing just the one-on-one. Yeah, good for you. Um, I would be, I'm curious to hear your take on it, but I get a lot of questions about, coaching and, and, you know, psych mental health MP. And I get a lot of clients or potential clients who will come and say, you know, what do you think about doing? I'm looking at a psych mental health MP postmaster's certificate. You know, I've been working as an FMP or WHMP or CNM, you know, what do you think about it versus coaching? And I kind of have my own, you know, thoughts on it, but I'm curious because mm-hmm. you are an expert doing both mm-hmm. the coaching piece and the therapeutic piece. And I, I'm curious what your kind of take on that is. Yeah, I I would, thinking about that person, if they were to come to me and ask them, I would um, ask me about it. I would say, well, think about what they want to do with those aspects of things. Um, Are they really wanting to prescribe medication um, uh, to patients uh, and and focus on mental health? Um, And then I would say, okay, if that's the case, then I would say then probably having that that postmaster certification is really going to help. I do know some 
I think it's FNPs and WHNPs who actually get the psych NP and then what they do with it is they focus on perinatal mental health. And I do. And so I say, well, yes, that's, you know, that's a very specific area. So I think, you know, you should have both of those. But if you're um, a person uh, who may have an FNP or WHNP or another um, certification, um, then I would say, well, if you're really wanting to help people be their best selves, whatever that might mean, you know, mean to you, you don't really need a different certification for that. As nurses, I'm sure you know, Anne, as nurses, um, we all do coach. We coach our patients right now, even if we did not have an NP or an advanced practice degree. So we already do some coaching. Um, so if you really wanted to focus on, okay, I want to coach in, in the wellness spectrum, I would get more kind of, not necessarily another certification, but more information on th- those aspects of things, if that's really what you want to do. But if it's just like, I really want people to be them be- their best selves, I wouldn't say that's okay. Get a uh, um, psych and certification for that. Yeah, I agree. Tell me what made you go the route of psych mental health MP, uh, off, you know, out of, cause you were in the OR or what kind of nursing did you do prior to? And did you always know psych mental health MP was kind of your route? Gotcha. Um, so actually, when I was in nursing school way, way back in the day, in my bachelor's, um, I wasn't sure what I was interested in. Um, and, you know, I did the psych rotation, and I actually became interested in it, doing the psych rotation. I was like, this is really interesting. We don't hear much about it. I don't know much about it. Usually when I thought about nurses, I think about the shows. And so they usually show OR and ER nurses. So I was like, okay, one of those probably. Um, (laughs) But I never really heard much about psych. And I was actually interested. But what happened, and I think it happens in a lot of cases, um, is that um, at the time when I was in school, a lot of my instructors kind of talked me out of it. They were like, you know, oh, you got to go to med search first, med search first. And even, I always forget the name of it, but when you're in your bachelor's program and at the end, when you get to choose like where you where you are for like 100 hours or something like that, I actually chose psych as one of my options. And it was like, nope. <laughs> and they put me in the OR. And I was like, this is like the opposite of psych. And I hated it. Um, so there's that. <laughs> it was like, the but, but then I was like, okay, maybe they're trying to push me to, you know, medical for a reason. You know, sometimes you're like, maybe I don't know because I'm young and I don't know. Sure, sure, sure. So I went the med search route because I just thought maybe this is where I'm supposed to be. And I did enjoy it. Didn't it's not that I didn't enjoy it at all. I really did enjoy it. Um, but I still was like, I really, you know, I still had that like heart and thought about like um, you know, going to psych and getting into psych. And I actually ended up not um doing any um psych as a RN, except for a couple of like on-call kind of contract shifts. Um, And that was because I did a lot of kind of moving. And once I started moving and doing contract work, they like wouldn't let you work in a certain specialty if you hadn't before. And then I was like, never going to get back there. (laughs) So then I was like, I'm just going to go to school though, because I know what I want to do. And I'm, you know, I'm I'm committed to it. I'm not going to let anything stop me. I'm going to just, you know, go for it. And so um, that's, that's what I did. And I haven't looked back. I did, I have never regretted it. Um, you know, like I said, this was, you know, 10, 11, 12 years ago uh, when all of this happened and uh, we weren't getting paid a lot. So I probably, <laughs> so it wasn't for that reason. <laughs> we weren't getting paid a lot. So it wasn't for that reason, for sure. Um, and actually at the time when I went to school, a lot of the psych MP schools were actually closing. Uh, the, the programs, I should say, were actually closing because they didn't have enough interest in them my first my top school yeah my top school was like oh we got your application but actually we're 
um, like putting the program on pause or something because they didn't have enough interest in that year uh, before um, I applied, they only had three students in the program. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> I know when I tell people that now, they're like, what? I'm like, yes, this is, this has really happened to me. Like, and then I thought like, oh man, maybe those teachers were right. Psych is going out of style. You know, like, I mean, I was like, oh, shoot. Yeah. <laughs> I, I stuck with it. I stuck with it. But I was thinking like, oh man, I really messed up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, uh, so you went to school now, was your goal and I, I don't, I'm curious to hear, was your goal, I'm going to go, I'm going to get a job, be at a, you know, a W-2 employee, I'm going to go work for a hospital or a inpatient unit, or I'm going to go do addiction services, or did you kind of know from there, once you got, like, I'm going to do the psych mental health MP degree, and did you know where you wanted to go after that, or was it a little bit of, you know, figuring it out from there? Um, so for me, it was a little bit figuring it out. I knew I wanted to work in a team environment. So for me, that really looks like inpatient um, or community mental health, which is both of those are where I did the most of my kind of time before I uh, started my entrepreneur journey. Uh, Cause I knew I wanted to work. I liked working in team environments. That was just something that I had, I have enjoyment for. And so I did know that about myself. And so that's when I left school. That's why I was like, that's why I went to an inpatient um, psych MP position initially. Okay. Did, uh, well, I want to, I have a couple of things that I want to ask. My brain is on, my brain is firing in multiple directions. So bear with <laughs> me, but okay, wait. So, um, and then now, so how many years did you spend in a, you said you were an FQHC, so I'm assuming this is more in a community-based mental health mm-hmm. service type of offering. Mm-hmm. So how many, you were there roughly about 10 years. So I did the community mental health. It was two different places. That was about anywhere from five and a half to six-ish years. And then I was at the, um, inpatient unit for about three and I've done private practice as well, but not my own private practice before I'm doing my own private practice now, but I've done private practice as well in between, in between those things, just to mix things up a little bit. Yeah, sure. <laughs> what, so what, when, when did you start doing something entrepreneurial? Oh, uh, this happened very recently <laughs> as of, um, really mm-hmm. as of, as of, uh, last year. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, I, to be honest, I, I really didn't think I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I didn't really, uh, when people would ask me, which I got asked a lot, um, which that should have been a sign. People asked me about having my own business. Many, I mean, like if you knew how many times, and it was a lot, like, I mean, since probably easily 2016, people um, have asked me about like, aren't you going to get your own business? And they were mostly talking about my own private practice for the most part, you know, you know, are you sure you're not going to start your own business? Why don't you just start your own business? I was like, you know, I, and my thought was just like, oh, that's just, that's, that's such a, sorry. That's such a hassle was like my first thought to be very yeah. honest. Just yeah. like, that is such a hassle. I don't want to do that. I just want to work this job, <laughs> you know, leave clock out, have my vacation time. Um, and boom, <laughs> you know, that's all I want to do. <laughs> yeah. And so, so what happened? You were right. Like, so what happened? <laughs> right. right. <laughs> good, good question. Um, so actually in, so 2019, I think was the first kind of like seed, I will say, even though 2020 was when it officially more officially started 2019, the first kind of seed came in there. I was like, man, is this kind of all there is? You know, I do uh, love and have passion for my job. Um, I do love my patients, love the people that I work with. 
um, but I want to do something more. And in the capacity in which I work, I can't, I, I can't do that. You know, I've talked to, you know, um, you know, the leadership about like, oh, maybe I could develop, you know, here I go doing something entrepreneurial at somebody else's place, but develop <laughs> like, a, um, you know, preceptorship for the new uh, psych MPs who are coming in. Because again, I wanted to do more of that, but I thought maybe I could just do it within my job. But in the end, it just sounded like, yeah, they'll allow me to do that, but I was going to have the same amount of, you know, patient uh, you know, uh, yeah, more work like for more work for the same money, which actually I, means you're getting paid less. It's that's like, exactly, exactly. So I was like, right. never mind. So uh-huh. then, in 2019, I was talking to a colleague who's a pharmacist, actually, about just my enjoyment for. I didn't. I don't think I used the word coaching, but that's what it was. Um, enjoyment for working with other psych nurse practitioners and um, getting them to, you know, a better place, having them realize things about their job or positions or their career, like it really was fulfilling to me. And I said, you know, um, that's what I really want to do. I said, man, if I could make like a membership program where I could, you know, do all these things, yada, 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 um, then, you know, that would be great. But I was like, and I told her, I remember saying this out loud, I said, nobody's probably going to pay for that. That's what I said. And so I just, um, and this was like at the end of 2019. And then uh, 2020 happened uh, and we all know what happened. Well, two things happened for me. Uh, One big thing happened for the world. Uh, But then in March of 2020, when one big thing happened for the world and uh, then I found out I was pregnant. So, uh, (laughs) right. Yeah. So I was like, uh, so then I didn't, then for probably a good, uh, a good while I didn't kind of think about that seed, but that was the, I, I remember that moment that, that seed that I said out loud to her, like, oh, no one's gonna pay for this. And I didn't know anybody doing, memberships they probably were maybe in 2019 but I just didn't know and I was like I don't think anybody's going to even you know pay to talk to me about their career and you know help them get to a better place in their career yeah nobody's interested in that yeah nobody they're just no, uh, everybody's like, happy everybody <laughs> loves the entire profession of advanced practice nursing you didn't know right, that? Right. Yeah, they're, they're so content it's amazing right, right. they're not looking for any other ideas or perspectives or assistance yeah. or expertise no, they, they go out and recruit people by telling them how wonderful the job is and how much sheer enjoyment they get out of all of the work that they do <laughs> right 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 so but that oh. was that was when it happened it was just like it was the thought but then everything happened with 2020 and I was like uh um and then I finally felt back like myself probably near the end of um 2021 and I started that seed you know came back and I was like you know let me just give it a try (laughs) and that's what I said let me just give it a try and if it doesn't work I just won't tell anyone about it ha (laughs) (laughs) just be this little old secret yeah nobody (laughs) has to know about yeah if it doesn't work out we'll just won't tell anybody and I'll but you know still work a w2 whatever the case may be okay so all right so so how, so what happened that made you go out and did somebody ask you like, Hey, Kirby, can you help me? And you were like, yeah, sure. Uh, here's my, <laughs> here's my PayPal link or what, like what, how did it transpire? Cause you got the idea and, and you probably know, you know, as much as I do that a lot of people have ideas, a lot mm-hmm. of seeds get planted. Right. Mm-hmm. However, they never get, you know, much sunlight. They never get much water. They don't, they sure as hell don't get much miracle grow. And so they just, they don't germinate. They just, they are, they continue to be seeds under the surface and that first mm-hmm. little leaf, you know, just does not pop up. So, so mm-hmm. what was the, so like, tell us about kind of your first client. Like how, how did that even happen? Yeah. So, um, 
one of the things is I have a couple of good friends and they said, well, Kirby, just start your LLC, you know, just do that. And I said, okay, easy enough. Let's start that first. Again, if it doesn't work out, nobody has to know. We just close down the LLC, all that (laughs) stuff, Uh, you know, so, um, and then, um, and then one person, so the first place I started was on LinkedIn. Um, cause one person said, okay, Kirby, that's your idea. Then, you know, you want to broadcast it somewhere. Um, you know, of course you could tell your friends, which is, uh, you know, good and we'll share the word, but you might want to broadcast it somewhere. So I got on LinkedIn and I started broadcasting it. <laughs> I just started saying like, this is what I offer. This is what I do. Um, and then I started like saying, like I said, I was like, let me just stop because that then felt, then that felt a little like pushy. So then I just started presenting, um, information, um, about like what things I think are helpful that psych MPs should have in their practice or part of the, you know, so I just started like offering that. And the first person who reached out to me, the first client, it was, and like, I started, I started doing that in May and the first person reached out to me, like, I mean, it was so fast. It was really fast. It was probably within a week. Um, and it was yeah. someone who I was, you know, connected with on, um, on LinkedIn who, who lives in the area where I live now. And, um, we have a couple of friends in, in common. Uh, and so, and they had reached out and they were like, you know, oh, I saw that you offer this <laughs> and, um, I was interested in it cause I've been looking for, um, someone in this capacity, um, to serve, um, you know, to kind of help me with figuring out they were at a job and they wanted help figuring out like what should they be asking for that is reasonable? And then maybe how should they present it to their supervisor to help their workflow become better? That pretty much was the idea. And um, that, then the rest was history. Yeah. And then the rest was history. Yeah. yeah. And I love that just switching over to, to value. We talk about that. I talk about that quite a bit with clients. Like, you know, you, you choose, you can either go out in the world and just cold call, essentially cold call or just cold right. sell to people, or you could just go out in the world and, you know, create a ton of fucking value and right. just watch as people are like, wow, this is great. Like, mm-hmm. hey, can you help me? Yes, I can. Absolutely. <laughs> Actually, I can. <laughs> Actually, I can. It's so yeah. funny you should ask, you know, I <laughs> right. um, it's a great shift. Um, yeah. Okay. So you've been building your coaching practice. You are doing your work um, with consulting on the side. You have now started your own private practice. Tell us mm-hmm. how your private practice is going and kind of, um, you know, what your thoughts are about that. Yeah. So with the private practice, one thing I knew is that I was going to be leaving my W-2 position. Um, and But I still do enjoy patient care. Uh, you know, as I said, that never was like, ah, that's a problem. That's the, that's the, that's the worst part of this. No, I still enjoy patient care. And so I said, well, even if I am doing um, coaching, which fulfills me more at this uh, stage in my life, um, I still wanted to have a private practice. And so what I thought about was, okay, you know, before you jump in, you know, think about what you tell your coaching clients, Uh, you know, think about how much time you're planning to dedicate to it. Uh, Think about, you know, how many hours you're going to work. And is that reasonable because I'm doing individual coaching? And then that's when some of the um, places uh, were reaching out to me about consulting. I was like, oh, that, you know, I do want to do that. I like, you know, teaching and that kind of information. Okay. Um, And so I was like, well, I'm going to do a private practice, but it's going to be small. Um, and so I work, people laugh when I say it, they're like, you work what? I work a half day a week, um, (laughs) for my private practice. Um, right now I only have about probably eight clients and I am okay with that. That is totally fine. It'll probably only like max out. I should say maybe about 15 ish, 20 or so. Um, and what it allows me to do is it allows me to see people at my pace, 
um, that I want to see them not at, I know everybody who's probably maybe listening to this, who are advanced practice nurses know the pace of the W-2 positions that yeah. <laughs> you're either working at or have worked at, or, or maybe you saw clinical about and things like that, but I get to work it at my pace. Um, usually in a, in a half day a week, I see three patients. That is it. <laughs> uh, and it doesn't matter if that's new patients, return patients, whatever the case is. Uh, what I like most about it is that, um, I'm able to see people more often. And that was a part of things too. Like I want to see people more often if it, you know, if it's needed, I yeah. never want to be in a position like, like you can be at a W2 where you're like, Oh, I need to see you more often, but uh, I don't got space. My other colleague doesn't have space. No one has space. <laughs> you know, right. so I guess we hold on um, and, you know, call us or something, you know, goes awry. Uh, so that's, you know, that's kind of what I wanted to do. So that's what I had to kind of sit myself down and say, yes, I want to do this, but I don't want to turn the water hose on. And right now I'm just, I just, with, with the private practice, I don't publicize that at all. A lot of people know me where I live. And so it's it really all been referral based. And I said, that's fine, you know, because it's a small practice. So I don't need to like, <laughs> publicize it. I don't need, I don't need to have a hundred patients to make it work. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. Good for you. Okay. So, uh, now tell us a little bit about, um, kind of where you're going and what kind of the next few years look like for you. Oh man, that's a good question. <laughs> that's a great question. <laughs> I have some good friends who ask me the same question, but what I think I'll say what I think, cause I, I'm very open. Um, from, uh, not that I've been in business a long time, but being in business for about a year, I know that things can shift and change and even perceptions of what you might do or might not do can shift. One thing I'll say, I didn't think I'd be on Instagram, but Anne, you see me on Instagram and I'm on there yeah. all the time. And uh-huh. I never thought, and I tell people, I'm never get on Instagram and, you know, rah, 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 you know, all the stuff I said. Uh, so, so what I do, I think about like, okay, even if I say something out loud, I know it could shift and change. Uh, so what I do think I... Uh, will do or what like my business will look like in the future. Um, I think it'll continue to grow. What I want to do is continue to grow the coaching piece of uh, my business. I want to, I'm thinking about creating groups, uh, like group coaching, um, kind of different kind of group coaching sessions. Because what I'm noticing doing the one-on-one where I'm getting, you know, just more data and information is I'm learning that, you know, there are people at different stages. And I always knew that, but people are at different stages looking for different things. So yeah. uh, when I thought about it at first, I was like, okay, I'm going to have a membership that just goes on, you know, forever. But I was like, ah, a lot of people are at different stages. So it might, it may be better uh, in the future. What it might look like is having, let's say like four different coaching group coaching offer, offerings that I offer a year. Um, one might be for people who are looking more to start their own private practice. Uh, one might be for the new grad you know, getting ready to go to their first job or at their first job. Uh, One might be for, um, you know, students who are in their last um, year or last semester, I should say, of school, Um, you know, kind of kind of things like that. That's what I'm kind of thinking. And then one might be for people who are more looking for um, what I call like um, a case consultation type where they, yeah, where they want to like, review some cases like that's really helpful to them it does you know they're not like looking to do their private they're looking for that so that's what I'm thinking that it's going to look like a couple of different groups not going to run the groups at the same time not gonna (laughs) not gonna do that uh but you know just a couple of different groups that I might offer during the year um to help meet the needs of where different psych MPs are that's at least what I'm thinking because I do want to offer more group things and then also another thing that I am 
hopefully by next week, uh, my first digital product will come out because I've been trying to gather um, like a like a template bundle because there are students and new psych nurse practitioners who are looking for certain things. And I was like, I have all the, I have a lot of stuff. I have all this yeah. stuff, but I needed to like get it together and yep. package it. So I may package some courses, package some other like digital products um, that will be yeah. helpful that are more accessible to everyone who might not be at a place where they can do uh, group coaching or a one-on-one coaching. And I want to make at least the resources accessible in a way for more people as possible. You're like one-stop shopping for psych mental health MPs. A trying to be. <laughs> you are. Yeah. Right? Oh, like, thanks. <laughs> well, but like, if you think about your customer journey, right, it's all yeah. the, you're coming from the standpoint of, um, you know, the student into the transitional role of student to, you know, like from a uh, new student to being becoming proficient. Mm-hmm. And then that student then, you know, navigating probably the, the waters of negotiation, compensation, starting to get a feel out for, you know, switching positions. Mm-hmm. And then in addition, the case c- consultation component is nice mm-hmm. because, right, it's like, well, you don't have, you're out there on your own and you want, you know, you're, you're good. You like the job you've gotten in there. Your skills are, you know, on par, they're improving. You're not only competent, but you're proficient. Mm-hmm. And now you want some focus kind of support and attention with some of these maybe more complex cases. That's one-stop mm-hmm. shopping, which is amazing. Yeah. 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 Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah, it is like, that's like an amazing offering, I think too. And I see it too. I think, um, you know, in, in the profession of midwifery, there's, we probably have, um, we probably have, you know, people all over doing a little bit of each and, mm-hmm. you know, there's this one doing contracts and negotiation, and then there's this one doing performas, and then there's this one doing, um, you know, the professional development component. And we don't, you know, so I think it, it if you're built, as you build your name for yourself, like mm-hmm. what an impressive, you know, program to put together, which is like, yeah, come on in, whatever you're coming in. If you are a psych mental health MP, like this is your home and I will you know, I'll help mm-hmm. you every step along the way, which right. I think is amazing. That's, and that's in essence what we're trying, we're trying to do with nurses living the good life. Like it's interesting. We, and I, you may um, be, I don't know if it'll be useful or will uh, resonate with you, but we're talking about, we have a lot of people who come into the program who are again, like yours in different stages of their career. They're starting mm-hmm. to think maybe like a little bit about entrepreneurship, Starting mm-hmm. to think about, you know, how to show up in a nurse CEO role when they are employed, like being a CEO at the table as, you know, as a W2 employee sitting at the negotiating table as a CEO for yourself, not mm-hmm. necessarily for the business that you're a W2 in, but for right. yourself as an entity, you know, making mm-hmm. sure that you, you know, work through compensation and you, you know, go through all of the uh, hoops to make sure that you've got a package that really supports your growth and the value and it's commensurate with the value that you create, right. For your Mm -hmm. system. Um, And then there's kind of people who are coming in and they're thinking about, well, maybe I'll start a private practice or maybe I'll just dip my toe in a side hustle because, (laughs) you know, an extra grand a month sounds pretty nice. And so, and, and then they kind of get a taste of entrepreneurship and they're like, you know what, fuck this shit. I'm just going to start my practice and (laughs) let me get out there. And, you know, and, and then they're like, Oh, coaching, coaching is so familiar. I do this all the time. And I'm like, yeah, welcome to, you know, exactly like this. Right. (laughs) This is what you do. (laughs) It's part and parcel to the work that we do. So yes, let's use that to our advantage. I mean, so there's so many different elements, but I think on the back end, the way that I've thought about it in my mind is that 
um, my mind, my brain tells me like, that's, that's too much to be for too many people. Uh And on the flip side, I say, no, it's not. We're just one-stop shopping for all of the nurses who really want to show up and become either CEOs of their own life, or they want to become CEOs in their business. And that, that feels like it unifies kind of it. So, but you're, you sound like you've got a very similar endeavor in terms of just growing a a community of, Mm -hmm. you know, really being that resource to um, psych mental health MPs, which I think is amazing. Um, okay. So, all right. So, so we know a little bit about where you're going in the next few years. Tell me what your version of living the good life is. What does that mean to you? Uh, when you think about it? Yeah. When I think about it, some of the first things that come to mind, well, one word that comes to mind is ease. I'm not there yet, but I'm going to get there, but ease living in ease and living in ease for me would look like, um, not feeling rushed. Um, having time for my family, which I still have time for my family now as a, as a nurse CEO, but even time as far as even thinking time um, as a CEO, I'm sure you may know, and, but you know, you're, you are thinking about your business a lot and in positive ways um, and about, you know, the path forward and things like that. Uh, but I want to get to a point where things are kind of running a little bit, um, you know, in a way that is almost automated in some ways so that I can live a life of ease and make sure I'm always showing up as my best self to uh, my family, uh, the clients I serve, whether organizational or individual or the patients, um, you know, that getting, getting to that place for me, um, is the good life. And I think, I feel like I'm on that path now for a time in my life. I, well, a long time. I thought the W-2 could get me to that path. <laughs> and I was trying to make it get into that path. I mean, I think I was um, a good CEO for myself uh, in different ways as far as with compensation. But um, I think getting getting them to a place where they would allow me to do the things I wanted, like, like I said, the coaching and uh, providing kind of guidance and mentorship to the newer psych MPs there um, and do my work, you know, it was just going to be like you said, more, more work, <laughs> more work, mm-hmm. same pay or really less pay. Cause you're doing all this extra work. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they yeah. know I would do it and they know I would do it well. Ah, right. I would make worksheets and the whole, the whole game. You're like, I'll do it. Yeah. No, I yeah. love that. I love it. I love it when though the light, uh, you know, the switch flips on your brain to be like, well, shit, if I can do it for them, I could totally do it for myself and I could create mm-hmm. something. We've talked to, there have been so many um, nurse CEOs who have been on this podcast who have said they're a very similar, which is that thought of like, actually, I just interviewed Tiff from um, New Nurse Academy and she oh, was yeah. like, you know, she's she was just like, I was doing it. Why not do it for, you know, a fee? Like, mm-hmm. I know yeah. how to do it, you know, uh, which I love. So, yeah. um, okay. All right. If people want, I love that. Um, I love the ease portion too. I think it's a, um, it is a, it's so easy to go from one frying pan of private practice, clinical work into Mm -hmm. private practice or into entrepreneurship. And I, you know, whether it's like hustle culture or just like grind, 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 and just get into that space where you just keep pushing. And, uh, and especially with business, it's very easy, I think, to indulge in it a little bit, you know, sometimes as a way to escape some of the other things that are going on or some of the other emotions or some yeah. of the other things, you know, you don't want to necessarily deal with, but, mm-hmm. um, but I love that, the idea of ease and not being rushed. So, all right. Where can people find you if they are psych health and peace and they're like, 
Kirby sounds like she is my person. Where I am. They, where, <laughs> yes, she's, she's like, I am. Where can I they, am your person. <laughs> where can they find you? Um, so depending where where you are or where you're usually where you usually are. So I you can find me on LinkedIn. Um my, my name is Kirby Williams. I don't think many of those will pop up. I think I'll be the one who pops up and I have green glasses on. Uh and um you can find me on Instagram. Uh my professional Instagram is at your PMHNP mentor. Um and I'm on there a lot as well, even though I thought I wouldn't be. I'm there <laughs> and I do enjoy it. I will say I'm, I'm there and I enjoy it. Uh, or you can reach me, reach me and find out about my offerings uh, through my website. If you're like, I don't do social media, which is totally fine. You could just go straight to my website, which is vbhealthandconsulting.com. And my offerings are there. Um, once that digital product is up, it'll be there um, as well. Uh, so I'm hoping, like I said, by next week, it'll be, it'll be my first you know, product and it'll be up there. Um, you can reach me through there. I offer free 15 minute phone consultations so we can kind of talk a little bit about your journey, where you are and decide if, you know, if this is, um, if I'm a person who's the best fit for you at this time. Yeah. Good. All right. One last question for you. You put something on your website about Chicago pizza. You know, I went to, <laughs> now I did not grow up in Chicago. I was, mm-hmm. I'm a Clevelander by heart. And then I okay. moved to Chicago when I went to school and I went to Loyola and then I went to UIC and we lived in Chicago for close to 10 years. Mm-hmm. And so I have a, I have a, um, you know, deep dish preference, let us just say. <laughs> okay. so, but you said something about, you know, you I'm a lover a of deep dish. dish. Lover. Yes. yes. <laughs> so what's your favorite? Let's just let, and I'm, I just want to say it. I'm not going to judge you for whatever <laughs> pizza place that you say, but what's your favorite? It's my favorite. So my favorite in Chicago is beggars pizza, hands down my favorite. Really? Yeah. Why? Why? (laughs) Um, You know, I don't know if it's just because, because I think they have like a, as a kid, I'm thinking about like, as a kid, I think they had like a little arcade in there. I don't know, something, maybe that was a part of the reason. The food is really good too, but I'm just thinking about like, oh, it feels nostalgic, but I think No Beggars is the the best uh, deep dish pizza. It's, I don't know, down and dirty and to the point. <laughs> uh-huh. Down and dirty and to the point. Uh, it's probably a little, a little, little greasier than it, than it should be, but uh, you know, it's a, it's a pizza pie. <laughs> yeah, it does the job. Yeah, yeah it does right. the job. What about you? Wait, what's your favorite? Well, we see now we used yeah. to have a, we used to have a Chicago's that was around the corner from where I lived. So Chicago's was my that was my go-to. I mean, we would go in there and the best part was, I mean, I always laugh at it from a business perspective, you know, they would have their pizza by the slice, like deep dish by the slice in the window. And so I, you know, you'd walk by, I walk by, we'd come home from the bars and I would just be like, Yep, it's time for a slice of pizza. You know, oh, they uh, knew what they were, they knew what they were doing. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, put a little fan by the door as it, you know, blows some of that sweet pizza sauce, you know, to yeah. the, the <laughs> oncoming pedestrians. I mean, it was fantastic. So that's my favorite. Um yes. and I'm always I, we we actually just had a Giordano's strangely open up 
like not far from like about 45 minutes away. So sometimes we pop down there and we'll grab a couple of frozens and just pop them in the oven and have them here. But, um, but it's always a joy to go back and get a little bit of pizza and, you know, all the other goodies that that Chicago has to offer. So, (laughs) all right. Well, Kirby, thank you so much for coming on today. I appreciate just you sharing your journey. I've no doubt that someone along here will be inspired by you and hearing your story, hearing kind of about your journey and really putting, um, you know, just really kind of putting yourself out there and starting up your business when you had this thought and this little seed that got planted and, and really just, uh, watching it grow. And so thank you for what you do. Uh, and, uh, You're welcome. <laughs> any, any resource that helps us have more psych mental health MPs who take care of themselves so that they can show up and take care of the world, which really needs them, I think is a fantastic service and offer. So, um, but so nice to meet you. And, um, and if you are a psych mental health MP, go find Kirby, go connect with her on LinkedIn, <laughs> yes. go find her stuff. And, um, she's going to be your go-to. So make sure that you go connect with her. All right, Kirby, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for coming on. Right. Thank you. <laughs> hey, it's Anne. Did you hear that the online course private practice in 30 days is now live and up and running? If you are already a member of nurses living the good life, good thing for you, you get access to it. If you are not, and you want to get your private practice up and off the ground and create it in a way so that you always make money, I want to encourage you to go and find out more about this class. All you have to do is go to www.anconkleycnm.com, go to the top menu where it says work with me and go to private practice in 30 days online course. It will take you right to the page where you can purchase this course and get started on your private practice and get it up and running in about 30 days. It's an incredible course that is jam packed with resources designed to walk you through every step of the process. There is a template for those of you who love Excel and love the tracking portion of it. There are online videos for those of you who really like to listen to the audio portion and do a deep dive. There is an over 50 page book that helps uh, those of you who love to read and really like to use that as a textbook for highlighting and for getting started in your private practice. So do not delay, go and check it out. Doors will not be open on this course for long. And I invite you to um, get started today and stop thinking about it and start doing private practice in 30 days is the course for you. Again, just go over to Ann Conkley CNM. Don't forget the CNM.com. Go up to the top menu where it says work with me and click on the link that says private practice in 30 days online course. Go purchase it and get started today.